This is the Pulse of New Hampshire. I am J-Dog, and joining me is a true run-assance man. He is also an author. He is also a doting grandfather, a loving husband, and a fantastic father, and also a skier as well. Don't forget that. Eddie Popowski's number one fan, the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, a swell dresser, Mr. Tom Rapio. Thank you, Jay. And Jay, you know, I just want to give you a shout out as well as the Pulse, because certainly giving me the opportunity to express uh, the need for oral health and, and also the wellness community has really helped a lot of things, including we finally have a dental Medicaid benefit for adults on Medicaid that will go into effect in April. And, and a lot of that was just educating the public and the body politic and you know, policy leaders, you know, on that. So I want to thank you. And now that the world is opening up, I'm out in the community a lot making speeches. I think I'm going to drag you everywhere I go because you <laughs> definitely have a, uh, a great way of introducing me. But another pioneer in the field of long-term care insurance. And my goal today is to show the world that insurance is not boring, that it's actually very important. But with me is Paul Ford, who's the Chief Executive Officer of FedPoint USA. And Paul, thank you for joining me. It's always a pleasure. Um, I thank the Lord that several years ago, um, Jack, Jack Heath uh, introduced us and, you know, we've been uh, corresponding uh, from time to time all of those years. I have visited with you and I admire your, uh, you know, your leadership skills and what you've done um, in an important area, which I'll allow you to talk about momentarily. So thank you for all you do for uh, veterans, but also the New Hampshire community and also, uh, you know, long-term care insurance. So thank you for joining me. Well, Tom, thank you for the invitation. It's a real pleasure. Uh, pleasure. The pleasure is really mine. So I'm, I, when I talk to my listening audience, when I see them um, in the community, they say, we always like to get even more background you know, on who you're interviewing. So tell us about your, your personal background and how you came to come to uh, uh, FedPoint. I know you're a pioneer in long-term care insurance, but tell us some other background that led you to leading uh, FedPoint. Well, uh, thank you, Tom. Uh, uh, I've been in the insurance business. I hate to I hate to tell you how long. Uh, it's over 40 years. It was actually rather accidental. I didn't intend to get into it. Uh, that's another story for perhaps another time. Uh, but uh, I entered uh, into it in 1982, and I was with John Hancock in the International Group Department which was a tough but uh, very uh, stimulating uh, training experience. And when long-term care insurance came around as a market, uh, I was fortunate to get into that pretty early on. Uh, in fact, I was one of the first in the industry. And uh, so that, that gave me certain advantages in terms of management. Uh, later, I ran the group life department at Hancock. Uh, and then in, in around 2000, when the Long-Term Care Security Act of, uh, uh, of 2000 was, was passed, uh, which created uh, a, uh, a program for federal employees and retirees for long-term care insurance, I was fortunate to be on hand and to be able to uh, help Hancock bid with its partner at that time, MetLife. And uh, we were successful and uh, the company was established uh, in, uh, in Portsmouth, right across the street from the 157th wing of the Air National Guard. I'm sure you know the spot. 
uh, right now today next to SIG Arms. Uh, but in those days, all we did was long-term care insurance. And um, happily, over time, as we proved our mettle to the federal uh, community, we were asked to do other things. And uh, today, uh, we also are the, uh, the managers uh, and administrators of the massive uh, federal employee dental and vision insurance program, which has more than 5 million enrollments uh, globally, and we've, uh, we've then been able to uh, uh, move, uh, move forward with uh, some related uh, uh, opportunities uh, concerning the construction of uh, sophisticated enrollment and premium uh, platforms. So I want to get, uh, and, in, I want to get into yeah. all that because it's uh, right up my alley. I love how you've grown up. But, but I, I want to, can I re reminisce with you a little bit? Is that possible? Absolutely. Absolutely. John Hancock, as you, we talked once before, um, I was at John Hancock in the tower from 1978 when I graduated from Harvard to 1985. An international group department that you mentioned, right? Didn't they used to call it like IGP or something? That's like right. That? That's right. Um, and uh, it's so great to um, know that uh, the Hancock, um, although obviously it's been bought out by Manual Life, a lot of um, executives like us got our sort of feet wet, you know, at at John Hancock. They had the best training, and I know they. That's the, right. The ten years that I spent there um then catapulted me into the positions at first delta dental of mass and now here at northeast delta dental so i'm sure you you know you feel the same way about uh you know john hancock and uh i don't know if you were there when the uh the windows were still falling out but, but no they had fixed it they had they had pretty much fixed the problem by around 82. it was a, it was a scandal and of course a hazard and they had fixed it by that time. But I was uh, I was up on the 33rd floor and then I was up on the 49th floor. Wow. Uh, had a lovely office overlooking the public gardens. And uh, it was a great experience. But you're right. Uh, in those days, training was considered uh, very, very important. And and some of it was quite tough. And it went on uh, pretty, pretty much all the time. Yeah. They, uh, it was. Yeah. John Hancock and IBM were the gold standard for training. And if you could get a job there when you started your career, that would definitely catapult you. And I think uh, your story and my story are probably testimony to that. So yeah. let's get back to uh, um, the Fed Point basics. Like you said, you started in long-term care, but way more than that now. So like, you know, how many employees? And tell us again about all the other lines of coverage. Of course, we also have the connection on the dental program for the vets, you know, Fed VIP or whatever. Um, sure. So it's uh, the, the connections here are pretty amazing. But let's get back to your company and how many employees and as well as, uh, you know, all the other lines of coverage you're now doing. Well, we uh, we have about 450 full time uh, uh, personnel, uh, probably on most days, an, an additional 40 to 50 uh, part timers or contract workers. And then because the federal government holds these events that they call open seasons, where they allow uh, uh, their their uh, eligible population to enroll or re-enroll or make changes. That's a very busy time for us. In fact, it's going on right now, and it sweeps in all of their programs, and uh, so uh, usually results in a tremendous amount of telephone calls uh, and 
we, we have uh, arrangements with subcontractors to put additional people on, uh, on the phones. Sometimes we have as many as 1,500 people on the phones. Today, interestingly, a lot of these people are able to actually receive the, the calls at home. And uh, so, you know, they're, they're located all over the United States. In the past, we, we were limited to, you know, maybe one or two locations in Maine or Mississippi where, or Florida where we had to have the people coming into a facility. But uh, that, that has started to change uh, uh, because of uh, advances in technology. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the phone system, the new phone system we had as well, I think COVID probably expedited a lot of trends that were going to happen anyway, but it certainly mm -hmm. has given us more flexibility. So you, FedPoint, FedPoint, which again, the website for everybody is FedPointUSA.com, offices in Greenland, but obviously serving the entire United States. You celebrated uh, your 20th anniversary in, in 2022 this year. So uh, what did you do to um, you know mark this special occasion? Oh, well, we, we did a number of things. Uh, I began the year by actually writing a, a history of the, the company, a short history, which was rather fun and posted that on the website because we have a lot of newer people that wouldn't have understood what happened in the early days, particularly as we had a joint venture with MetLife, uh, a fierce competitor of John Hancock. I don't need to tell you that. Yeah. And uh, so that was unusual. Uh, but we had um, uh, special recognitions for people who uh, had been with us for 20 years. Uh, we had uh, some uh, additional branding, uh, and there were a host of other, uh, you know, we had uh, several uh, special uh, sort of outings uh, to recognize people. We also did something I was very pleased with. We decided to interview um, about a dozen of our uh, veteran employees and have them tell their story of what their employment experience has been, why they chose to come to the company, what was going on in their life, what they got out of it, how they have matured, the opportunities that they received, the challenges that they experienced, all these things. And uh, we've actually posted uh, some of that uh, on our website. So if you are uh, looking around for an, a new employment opportunity, and you go to fedpointusa.com, you can actually see uh, uh, and hear from these uh, long, long service employees, uh, get their take on what the experience has been like. We, uh, like, like, your, like your organization, Tom, we take uh, the, the business of culture very, very seriously. And, uh, you know, I love, I love that uh, old uh, uh, maxim of, uh, um, uh, of the, the, the dean of uh, American uh, B business, Peter Drucker, who said- Culture uh, trumps strategy. <laughs> you got it. Culture eats strategy for breakfast. You it got eats it. Strategy. And, and that's because technology changes, markets change, modes change, but having a strong culture enables you to weather those changes a lot better than if all you have is a product or a technology, or a connection of some kind. That is not gonna sustain you. And, and that's exactly why FedPoint and Northeast Delta Dental are considered employers of choice, and we're not, we don't have as many of the workforce challenges as so many of other uh, companies that's do. Right. When that's we right. get back, 
um, I want to talk about the scholarship program for nursing students. But Jay, this is exciting. It's like talking to Paul is like I'm in like a business class, you know, an MBA class talking to a colleague. It's 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 that fun. And of course, you know, Paul's won a number of uh, business leadership awards. So so I'm sure, Jay, you've been enjoying this, right? I have, especially talking about the old days during the John Hancock days and that MetLife was like the big competitor back in the day. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I love yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, so you can imagine what it was like, uh, you know, reporting to both companies simultaneously. Some days one would call me up on the phone and yell at me, and an hour later the other one would call me up and yell at me. <laughs> I, I guess it's a privilege. <laughs> Means you're doing something good. <laughs> we have Paul Fort, the CEO of FedPoint USA, and FedPointUSA.com is the website. It's FedPoint, but FedPointUSA.com is the website. Along with Tom Raffio, I am J-Dog. Northeast Delta Dental Radio continues after these words on the pulse of New Hampshire. This is the pulse of New Hampshire. I am J-Dog alongside Tom Raffio, president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental, host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. And this week's guest is Paul Fort, CEO of FedPoint. Tom, this has been a great discussion and we'll continue the discussion. I love it. I could go on for hours, but I know I only have 12 minutes. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting what Paul was talking about, uh, that he uh, was collaborating. His job was to work with both the Met way back with the Met and Hancock. And, you know, one and they and I worked at John Hancock. So definitely the Met was a huge competitor, as Paul mentioned. Um, now it's a little bit more commonplace where certain um, strategies you are sometimes working with competitors. But back then, that was so unusual. So you were really, Paul, a, you know, a, a pioneer. So I, I salute you uh, for that. And may, so, I add, may I just add, Tom, something I, I think you'll find particularly interesting. We still do a lot of business with MET. MET is, has uh, some 850,000 federal government enrollees in MET Dental on the FedVIP platform, the benefits platform uh, that we run. And they were so pleased with our work that they gave us the opportunity uh, to, to build a new platform for them for uh, the, as the Securities and Exchange Commission. And wow. we're offering, helping them to offer to the Securities and Exchange Commission a dozen proprietary MetLife products. Uh, so it's kind of an exclusive arrangement. And more recently, Met asked us to support them in the marketing of their legal, their Met legal uh, uh, plan. This is uh, an individual plan that will be uh, sold across the country. They're starting with the federal government, with federal government uh, 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 eligibles, uh, but then it'll move on from there. So that relationship actually, even though it changed, a very important business relationship uh, for us. And we spend a part of every week talking to MetLife. You know, and it's, a, and it's a testimony to your leadership um, and as well as the uh, great customer service that your employees deliver and your technology because uh, partners will rely on other partners absolutely if, if, they, if they have trust, particularly now where, you know, technology and human beings are so expensive. And so if you have a trusting partner, um, I'm not surprised to hear that. So congratulations. So... You are launching right now a scholarship program for nursing students. Can you talk about that? Because I know there's a shortage of nurses and, and yes, sure. the shortage well, of dental hygienists. Tell us about you, that. You, 
you probably know, Tom, that we uh, have employed for quite a long time about 40 nurses who do the assessments for long-term care uh, eligibility. They're the ones that look at your medical records and uh, determine, according to the information they have, whether you are going to be deemed benefit eligible under the terms of the federal long-term care insurance program. And of course, uh, they were very helpful to us during COVID. Uh, we had uh, several of our senior nurses uh, sitting in and sort of coaching the whole group about uh, protocols, interpreting for us what the uh, uh, CDC uh, was saying, uh, trying to make sure that we were compliant with various regs. And it led to a lot of discussion about what nurses were going through because they were connected to many, many people outside of the company throughout the New England area. And the stories were just horrendous. And I don't, I don't need to go into them because I know you're very familiar with them. Uh, and it's kind of heartbreaking uh, to see these very fine people uh, not only uh, uh, suffering tremendous stress, but uh, uh, actually putting themselves uh, in, at, at physical risk of uh, severe infection. And um, so we decided that it would be nice if we could do something to try to support the nursing community. And uh, we, we kicked a bunch of ideas around. And, and fortunately, we have had some connections with uh, 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 some of the local nursing organizations. And um, we, we decided that we would offer uh, four nursing scholarships uh, uh, each year and they would, uh, three of them would be for you know, sort of regular nursing and one would be for uh, perhaps someone who had a rather unusual career path. And uh, those would be $5,000 a piece. We will make the decisions on, uh, on who, who uh, gets to uh, be awarded them uh, in, uh, with, with some of the nursing organizations that like Cornerstone uh, that, that we have been working with. And uh, this is our way of, of trying to encourage people to go into this extremely important uh, area of, uh, of, of healthcare. Uh, we need good nurses. We uh, do not have enough. Uh, some of our best nurses are beginning to retire because it's a, you know, it, it can be a, a very, very taxing, especially when you go through a period like COVID. So that's, that's the idea. The application period is going to open up, I think, uh, on January 9, and uh, it will close in, in early March. Great. And the information oh, is here on the, on the website, as you can see. Great. And that's uh, fedpointusa.com. And um, Paul and his team announced this on May 6th through 12th, which is Na National Nurses Week. And um, people listen to this show, start looking for the information on the website. Um, in January. Another cool thing was you were, you recently received the 2022 Higher Vets Medallion from the U.S. Department of Labor. What, yes. does, that, what does that award signify? Well, th thank you for mentioning it. We've actually, this is the third time we've won the award. We won it in 19 and 20. And it is uh, given to employers who have demonstrated uh, a sincere regard for uh, veterans in the community who hire veterans, who train veterans to make the difficult transition of uh, going from uh, the military into uh, the private sector, 
who uh, offer ongoing support, who provide benefits and so forth. And um, we're very pleased to be on, among only uh, six New England employers who have received this, uh, this award. And um, we, we take it very seriously. You know, we have about 10% of our workforce uh, of veterans. Uh, we feel very good about that fact. Uh, we have had excellent performance and excellent uh, support from all the veterans that we've hired. I, I, uh, I admire that. And of course, we have many veterans here that work and also for veterans who can't afford the Fed VIP program, you know, we provide uh, you know, sure. free, free dentistry for veterans who can't be served. Yeah, that's excellent. That's excellent. Then tell us, uh, back to the hiring, um, you have something called the New Hampshire Military Coaching Alliance. Can you tell us yes. about that? Yes. Well, um, briefly, uh, this is really an aspect of our outreach to, uh, to the veterans community. But uh, we became aware, uh, with the help of some of the veterans that uh, we've hired, of how difficult transition is from a, a, a military career, particularly for people who've been in for, say, 25, 30 years. You may think that it's a relatively easy thing, but it isn't. Uh, many of them feel like fish out of water. Uh, they are leaving a, a culture that's very strong with a strong support base and with a, a definite code and they're going into the commercial world where things are a lot more uh, contingent uh, and, and, and they find it very challenging. So the idea was that we would uh, start to help them. And we talked to other business leaders and we started pairing these veterans with uh, CEOs and other business leaders who would mentor them. And then we started bringing everybody together and it's kind of taken off. Uh, we right now have about 15 uh, um, veterans who are being mentored by about 15 of our uh, CEO mentors. And um, we have uh, periodically events bringing people together. There's also informal uh, coffees and, and uh, visits to local watering holes. So uh, it's just a, a contribution that uh, we thought we could make. Uh, and it's been pretty well received. And I know, um, thank you, that's awesome. And Colonel Hunt Kerrigan, you know, who, who's been on the show, as you know, does a great job as uh, an ambassador. Absolutely. And yeah, Hunt, Hunt was really instrumental in our uh, developing this program and this outreach. Uh, he is uh, simply uh, amazing with his ability to network and to connect people. Uh, and so a lot of the credit for that, for this program goes to him. He's a real credit to your company, and uh, obviously he and his he and his wife have served our country. His wife's still there. So we, we have about 30 seconds, so maybe we can just wrap it with both you, you and I uh, have been navigating as leaders of our companies and now into a hybrid mode, and maybe we'll have you on again. We obviously have found that balance. We probably still have half of our employees working mostly from home and half we're, we're about that we're about like that too uh maybe maybe 40 percent are coming in with some regularity and we try to offer incentives uh i of course i tell them tom there's nothing boring about insurance it's there's, just that you think it's boring you think it is until you get into it <laughs> well right? i say the same thing i just had that conversation it's actually pretty pretty exciting and i think uh being the being employers of choice again we've We've had uh, not as many workforce challenges, but you, but you definitely, as you know, 
you have to give the flexibility. So we have a lot of our IT information technology people are, you know, working from out of state and it seems sure. to work. And sure. Half of our call center, you know, works from home. So I think we're I think we're in sync on that. So we'll have to have you on again to explore that. But all the things that you described are amazing what you do for veterans and nurses and the website is fedpointusa.com. Jay, I could go on for another hour, but I know that you got a commercial coming up. So Yeah. Well, all right. Another edition of uh, Northeast Delta Dental Radio. Thank you. Up here. Thank you, Paul. I'm Paul Ford. CEO of FedPointUSA.com is the website for Tom Raffio, president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio. I'm Jay Dog. We'll be back for another edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio next time here on the Pulse of New Hampshire.